Welcome to the Stop Over Drinking and Start Living podcast, where high-achieving, goal-oriented rebel women come to learn how to live a vibrant and fulfilling life without requiring alcohol to get through it. No labels, no judgments, no saying you'll never drink again, just real proven methods to help you stop rebelling against yourself with alcohol so you can drink less and do more. I'm your host, Angela Masenik. Let's dig in. Welcome to episode 186, Selectively Numbing. Hello, hello, hello. How are you all? Ooh, I am having a really fun week. It is flying by. We are halfway through my little hot mini program called Say Yes to Drinking Less. And listen, if you listen to this podcast before Saturday morning, you can get access to this hot mini coaching program, Say Yes to Drinking Less. The link to sign up is 25 bucks, is in the show notes here on the podcast. Today, I just led um, the second of three live coaching calls where women are coming on directly and getting direct support ranging from all sorts of topics, from relationships to trusting yourself when you're learning to stop over drinking, from evaluating why we over drink to creating our drink plans, um, evaluating failure and why we're so scared of failure. I mean, it's been so, so awesome. These women are showing up brave, getting the coaching that they need to heal their relationship with alcohol and themselves. So highly recommend it. The replays will be available, but you have to sign up before Saturday morning. And then on Friday, if you happen to listen to this before then, at noon, we're having a master class together for everybody that signs up called Say Yes to Drinking Less. And it's going to be about a 75-minute class, a webinar-style class, where you can come and ask me questions and interact with me live. And I'm going to bring it all together, all of the ways I can teach you how to say yes to drinking less and making this fun. So come on over, sign up, get it, and you'll have access to all of the materials for six months. There's videos that I've recorded in there that go through the basics of how to stop over drinking. They're brand new. And you can have them on demand. You can watch the coaching calls and you can get a taste of what it's like to work with me and be well on your way. Set yourself up for success for having that relationship with alcohol that you want to have. But today I want to talk to you about selectively numbing. There's this song that's like, I don't know, I think it might be a, a, Pink, Floyd, a Pink Floyd song that's like, it's selectively numbing or something like that. But anyway, I, I did a Facebook Live about this the other day. Um, and I told a little story about one time when I overdrank, and I'll tell that to you today. So at the very end of my overdrinking relationship, I remember I was working at the advertising agency and I came home from work and this is when my kids were like seven, five, and three, probably very young. And I came home from work and I had a lot of anxiety and overwhelm about the day. And I remember thinking, I just need a glass of wine. So I went into the wine cabinet and I poured a glass of wine, like literally with my shoes on, probably still had my purse on my shoulder, the bag in my hand, like did not go to the bathroom, did not stop anything. And I poured myself a glass of wine. I took a couple big sips and I was like, you know, and then my friend called on the phone and I hadn't talked to him in a while. So I went upstairs into my bedroom and I grabbed the bottle of wine and locked the door when I got up into the bedroom and I sat on the floor against the wall, kind of like hiding in between my bed. My bed was like in the middle of the room. 
against the wall. And then there was another wall like on the side that I sleep in and it was like this little cubby area. And I sat against that wall with that locked door and I sat there and I talked to him and I drank half the bottle of the wine. And I remember at one point he asked how I was doing and I was like, well, I'm better now that I've had some wine. Ha ha ha. And he laughed and I laughed and you know, like it just, had I described to him like what I was going through and like what I was doing, I don't think he would have laughed. Maybe he would just because I was laughing, but I'm not sure. Anyway, I get off the phone with him and probably talked for an hour. Um, maybe less. And I, I'm like, okay, I think I can deal with this now. I, and, and deal with this meant the kids, dinner, routines, people coming at me with requests and demands and all the things, cleaning up the mess, you know, the whole bedtime evening routine. I open up the door and I kind of call out, honey. <laughs> and my husband, like they were all in bed. Like he had made them dinner, cleaned up the mess and put them all to bed. And I felt sad about that. And I remember thinking, I didn't want to miss it all. And I really, at that point, like that, that just is a very memorable moment for me. It was just kind of like, I just sat in my room and locked the door and hid from my family so I could buzz myself from the feelings that I was having. And later, like, you know, fast forward a couple years later, or whatever, I decided to change my relationship with alcohol, got certified as a coach, blah, 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 fast forward. And as I'm learning about everything that I know now about why we drink, I was consciously choosing to escape, right? I was, I was telling myself that I need wine to feel better and I need wine to take the edge off. And in the moment, that might help us, right? But we are, it's not like we can selectively choose which emotions we're going to affect, okay? So when we over drink, we blanket all of the emotions. It reduces our happiness. It reduces our joy. It reduces our connection because in, in this specific situation for me, I wanted to feel connected to them. I actually wanted to feel relaxed and happy with them, right? But since I numbed myself to reduce the anxiety and the overwhelm that I was feeling, what I got to experience after they had got put to bed was sadness, right? And I would have missed authentic connection and love and joy because I would have been buzzed. I would have been numbed, okay? And then the next day when you wake up and you feel frustrated, as I'm sure I did the next morning, or I woke up in the middle of the night with sweating and heart palpitations and a dry mouth and a headache, right? I had panic and more anxiety and I wake up feeling disappointed in myself and probably what I ate for dinner that, that night. I probably just sat in front of the TV after that. I think I do remember that. It's like, well, I might as well just keep drinking and eat some cheese and popcorn, Okay. So I woke up with dis disappointment and frustration with myself and I was tired, right? So we can't just selectively use the alcohol to numb one emotion that we are hoping to escape. It covers everything up and then it creates more negative emotions for us that we have to deal with, right? And we don't know how to deal with that. So we end up drinking and repeating that vicious, vicious cycle. I call this the shit sandwich. If you haven't referred, haven't heard me talk about that before, it's like, I went in with the goal of numbing the anxiety and what I ended up with, with was more anxiety and more negative emotion around the disappointment that I had with myself that I drank again the night before. So it's like a double whammy, a negative sandwich. It was like shit topped on shit, okay? And 
we don't remember that in the moment, right? We think we're just selectively using alcohol to help us feel relaxed or to feel more joy or whatever it is that we're emotionally after. But what we don't realize is that that comes at a cost. It costs us the good feelings that we actually do want to have. And so I just want to bring that to your attention. I want to bring that to your consciousness and ask you, what emotions do you think that you're missing or don't get to experience fully in their amazingness because of your need or want to buffer and escape some of those negative emotions? To me, I I call this like the ultimate joy stealer, the fun stealer, right? A lot of people think, oh, it's just not going to be as fun or it won't be as fun or we'll be boring if we don't drink. And that's not the whole picture, right? Like there is some moments when you're like buzzed, right? That can feel really fun and like you're free and like that's the best time of your life. But that comes at a cost because what do you feel in the morning? Not super free right? Not super fun, not super vibrant, <laughs> right? It's, it will cost you your next day. It will cost you that feeling of happiness and confidence and empowerment that you actually want to be experiencing, right? So you want to look at your situations in which you drink. And yes, we can choose alcohol to not feel our emotions. You guys get to choose that if you want. If that's how you want to deal with it, there's there's no... I was teaching this in the class today. There's no morality in you making a decision on changing your relationship with alcohol and learning how to process and feel your emotions. Like you're not a better person to that you do that, right? I just think it opens up so much more of the better feelings in a more authentic real life that has way more possibility, way more growth, way more um, improved relationships um, with yourself, with your friends, with your family, all of that stuff, your health. Um, and it's worth it to me to do that. And I feel like that's a way more interesting life than to numb out parts of it, which actually end up numbing out all of it because we can't selectively choose which emotions alcohol covers up, right? It's not, I was talking about this on the Facebook live. It's not like a very technical cancer drug that you take and it, it targets this, the, um, cancer, right? So it targets the problem or the negative thing, and it kind of obliterates that, obliterates that, right? That's not what alcohol does. It goes in and it goes into your whole system. It affects your entire brain, all of your emotions. It runs through your entire body and into your bloodstream, right? Into your organs and all of that. And then it, and then it, um, you know, gets processed out of your body, right? So when you choose to drink to feel better or to make something less intense or to make something more fun, just know that you are affecting how you feel in the next day for the next 24 hours and all of your emotions. Okay. We cannot selectively numb. I wish we could sometimes, right? I wish we could, but we can't. And if we could, I'm like, maybe that wouldn't be a problem. I don't know. It doesn't exist, right? I just know that we're humans and we're supposed to have emotions. And the more we try to cover things up or think our emotions are problems and use things outside of ourselves to make ourselves feel better, we also dampen the other feelings like joy, happiness, connection, love, authenticity, all of that amazing, rich, colorful feelings that we get to experience as being humans, those also get affected. And so my offer to you is to learn how to be with all of these feelings, 
okay? And look at what you think about how you feel. And if you think that your feelings are a problem and you find yourself wanting to escape some of them, just pause, okay? Go in, learn how to be with yourself. This is exactly what I can help you do inside my coaching programs. Say yes to drinking less. There's videos on how to do this. I will coach you on how to do this. I will help you see what you think and your judgments about how you feel and how you react to certain things and what you've done in the past, create your experience. And then we want to escape based on some of these judgments and how we think about things. Okay. Having an outside perspective with somebody like me who has been through this can be super helpful. So, um, Joining the six-month coaching program, which I talk about more frequently, is also available. I'm actively enrolling people into that. You can also click through, watch those videos, and get your application. That is an application-only program because it's a longer um, time and it's a it's a bigger commitment financially and in time. Um, and I want to make sure that you are ready and committed and you're a right fit for that program. So there's an application process there, but anybody can join, say yes to drinking less. And that would be a really awesome opportunity for you to come in and see what it's like to work with me and see how I coach on very specific issues and nuances around over drinking and have some of that support there and some of those tools. And I invite you to do that. All right, my friends, no more selectively numbing. Okay. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Bye for now. Didn't we